the Cincinnati Bearcats have officially entered a rebuild. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in. Thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day. Free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel. Follow it too to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. Today's episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. A gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. My name is Alex Frank, your host each and every day right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, this is my first episode since, um, since Sunday. And, you know, um, I've had time to, you know, digest and, um, you have to um, thank you to everyone who um, joined the live room, two live rooms on Sunday, who commented. Um, that that really meant a lot. We are now up to 592 subscribers, 60 new subscribers based off those two live rooms. So thank you very much for that. Um, obviously, this is a very uncertain time with Cincinnati Bearcats. And... I really do think that this program is about to enter a rebuild. And that's a hard pill to swallow um, because I don't know what the future of this program is going to hold. I don't know how many more players are going to transfer, how many more players are going to decommit. I don't know who's going to stay. I don't know what coaches are going to stay, what coaches are are going to leave. I don't know who the next coach is going to be. We don't know what's going to happen with a program that for the last six years has been, has stood for continuity, success, and many, many other things. And I think that's the thing that I'm feeling the most about right now is that the last six years, Luke Fickle and Cincinnati have been a match. It's been like so many other Things that are two things that are synonymous with each other: Alabama, Nick Saban, um, Clemson, Dabo Sweeney. There are so many. I mean, Fickle and Cincinnati went together, right? And you think about how long six years is. I mean, when Luke Fickle was hired in twenty seventeen, you think about where the Cats program was. You think about where the university was, and you think about where the athletic department has come since. Luke Fickle, just as much as being the head coach of the Bearcats football program, is now or um, became an ambassador for the university. I mean, he was a vital member of the athletic department. His opinion mattered on things. His opinion mattered in recruiting. It mattered in coaching hires, not football related. Um, it mattered everywhere. It mattered when John Brandon was hired. It mattered when Michelle Clark Hurd was hired. It mattered when um, Wes Miller was hired. It mattered when a lot of coaches that are here now were hired. 
And of course, it matter for the football program. This football program would not be where it is today without Luke Fickle. And the biggest thing that stands out to me, the biggest thing that stands out to me is that not only are you replacing the greatest head coach in football history of this program, you are replacing its architect. You are replacing its builder. You are replacing the guy who made the Bearcats football program. Luke Fickle is to Cincinnati as Vince Dooley is to Georgia and as Bryant is to Alabama and as um, any other famous head coach across the country is to their program, right? That's what Luke Fickle is to Cincinnati. Because if for a, for a program that doesn't have a lot of history, like your Blue Bloods, their, their best history is in the last 15 years. Going all the way back to 2007, and in the last six years, the Bearcats have won two conference championships. They've been to the college football playoff, and recruiting has skyrocketed, all because of Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle was hired to restore the program. Little did we know where he would take it. And that's just a small part of his legacy, which we'll get to in segment three. But to, but yes, right now is a sad time for Bearcats fans, right? We're all stunned. I think that's the biggest feeling. When you saw Pete Thamel's tweet report, and then you were like, well, here we go again, you know, eh. He's going to turn down this one too, right? And then an hour later, you know, we I mean, it, it still feels surreal what we're talking about. Because I think a lot of us, including me, and I'm sure you too, thought that after Luke Fickle turned down Notre Dame, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna go anywhere besides maybe Ohio State. And I think a lot of us were fair to think that. But as it turns Turns out, the way the Notre Dame job played out had an effect on this time around. And according to and according to sources that Justin Williams reported in the Athletic, Fickle has been pursuing this job for quite some time. We just didn't know about it. And it's funny I heard Mo Egger talk about this on his show yesterday with Tony Pike. That Friday's game had a weird vibe to it. I didn't really think it had a weird vibe watching the game. I thought the Bearcats lost the game because they were gassed. I thought Tulane was the better team. I thought the Bearcats, you know, their shortcomings caught up to them and they couldn't get one last defensive stop. Now, whether or not you think it was a weird vibe, that's, you know, how you perceive it. I didn't think it was weird. I didn't think Luke Fickle was going to go anywhere. I'm like, all right, well, now we're off to the Big 12. But now we're off to the Big 12. Without Luke Fickle. And that is what I think is most um, unsettling for you and me and for a program that has been, you know, has banked on continuity. Something that they had not had in its history. You know, they went, they had those two great years in 08 and 09 with Brian Kelly. But they didn't really get back there until Luke Fickle got here. Butch Jones had great. Butch Jones had some really good seasons. I mean, Tommy Tuberville won an American Championship, but it was Luke Fickle who truly got them back. You know, it's Luke Fickle who and Zach Freeze, who you heard on the live room Sunday night, 
You know, he said to me constantly in 2020 on our show, it feels like 09. Last year felt like 09. And it turned out to be better than 09. 13 and 0 college football playoff. So again, while today is a day of sadness, um, you gotta I, I, I think the, the the big thing though, and I'm I'm gonna get to, you know, um I'm gonna get to more things about why I think this is a rebuild, but like I think today is also, and I think this time is also one of appreciation, reminiscing, and gratitude. Because I, I kept thinking about Sunday night, all the memories of Luke Fickle in the era. I thought about the championship game in 2021. I thought about the playoff. I thought about the win in Notre Dame. I thought about um, the win against UCF. I thought about um, him getting a standing ovation at the basketball game in 2020 against Memphis after he decided to stay and he turned down Michigan State. So you can be stunned that he left. I would be I would be very thankful that he stayed three more years because he could have left after three. That Michigan State job, that was a very real pursuit. Whether he was going to take it or not, it was happening. He was pursuing the job. He didn't take it. But this time around, he had. He finished what he started. And you cannot fault him for that. Um, coming up more on, of course, why Luke Fickle left. I have more thoughts on it. Two big names that, for me, I would want to see be the next Bearcats head coach. But I have a more realistic name that I will reveal to you after I tell you how this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is America's original butcher since 1917 and a holiday gift that's guaranteed to be loved. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help the guesswork take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and use code LOCKEDON at checkout to get $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon, Air Chill Boneless Chicken, Ultra Juicy Burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Um, Omaha Steaks is the world's best beef. Naturally aged for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. Five generations of family-owned expertise means uncompromising quality you can trust. Every steak and every entree is backed by our unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. Omaha Steaks is everything you need to give a gift that's simply perfect. Gifts like perfectly aged tender steaks, juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals. A gourmet gift from Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift they'll remember with every unforgettable bite. Plus, with this special radio offer, get $30 off your order. Minimum order required. Shop early and beat the shipping rush. Whether you're shopping for friends, family, colleagues, or yourself, every order is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. Hey, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. 
The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Alex Frank here with you on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, so, obviously, again, this is now a rebuild for the program. You've got players decommitting, transferring. You've got so much... Um, you know, so many questions. Who's going to be the next head coach? How is this team now going to, you know, adapt going into the Big 12? How is this team going to, you know, be able to maintain their championship caliber play? You know, is there going to be as much investment from the fan base, from the, you know, I, there's so many questions, right? You know, what, I mean, who's going to be, you know, the assistants? You know, who's what key players are going to stay? Um, Again, though, we all get to find out now how this program replaces greatness. You know, my generation was maybe a little young to remember when Bob Huggins resigned. We now get to experience that with Luke Fickle. The basketball program has already been through this. The football program is now about to go through it. Um, I mean, when you think about the coaching search. And obviously you have a lot of opinions. I have them too. Realistically, the name I want is Jesse Minter. Not because, I mean, it helps that his dad, Rick Minter, was UC's head coach for 10 years. Luke Fickle surpassed him on the all-time wins list um, this, this past season. But Jesse Minter has had a great run at Michigan this year. He's got a top five defense. And that's with losing Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabo, and Dax Hill. That's a big accomplishment for Jesse Minter. He's going to come from a tremendous coaching tree from Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. I think a defensive-minded head coach is still a good way to go at Cincinnati because at the end of the day, a program typically never loses its identity. Even though... Programs and universities can under can undergo athletic athletic director changes. It's interesting to note that it is interesting to note that I don't think a program's identity is going to change. The Bearcats have always been tough, nasty, competitive. Um, they're going to play hard defensively. They're going to be a ground and pound team driven through its tight ends. So to me. That is, um, that, that's what I think should be in the next head coach. I get college football's offensive is offensively driven, but at the end of the day, defense is still important. And again, like I said on Sunday, look in the NFL, all these offensive minded head coaches, and yet Sean McDermott's a defensive minded guy, and yet the Bills are still winning games, and they still have a very good offense. But Jesse Minter, to me, he gets the area. I think he'd be able to recruit well. And you're going to hire, again, another Power 5 defensive coordinator to be your next head coach going into the Big 12. And if you can play in the – if you can win in the Big 10, you can win in the Big 12. All right? Jesse Minter is an option. Brian Hartline, named recruit of the year. I'd be all in on Brian Hartline. I think he's got potential as, you know – I, I do think that he is not him not having called plays in his career. That's a concern. 
But at the same time, sometimes you got to take a big swing. Maybe it's him. You know, other realistic options, Matt Campbell from Iowa State. Big 12 guy, power five. You know, he's he's had a lot of success at Iowa State. Um, is he ready for a change of scenery? Is he ready, you know, can he help UC usher in the NIL era? Um, you know, can he work the transfer portal? I think he's a good option. I think Alex Golish from Tennessee is a good option if you want to go an offensive background. Um, it's interesting. The last time the Bearcats went offensive-minded in football or basketball, it didn't really work out. And now the Bearcats basketball is back to um, sort of a defensive-minded approach. Does football make that you know change, or do they stay what they've been for so long? Luke Fickle's a defensive-minded guy when they hired him, and he still is. But will they go different? Alex Golish from Tennessee Offensive Coordinator. There's other names, too. Um, Ryan Walters from Illinois, defensive coordinator. Um, Jamie Chadwell, head coach at Coastal Carolina. Um, so many other options. You think about, um, you just think about the, the guys who have ties to Ohio and have ties to Cincinnati. And, and as Mo alluded to on my live show, no one knows who the leading candidate is. In fact, given John Cunningham's last head coaching search, I think it's going to be someone off the radar. It wouldn't surprise me if it was. I think at the end of the day, we don't know who the next head coach is going to be. It might be someone who isn't even on the radar right now. It really might be. Wes Miller, we didn't really know about him until a few days before he was hired. And that got moved pretty quickly. Um, there's two names, though, who I would definitely consider. One I would hire. One I have reservations. First up, one of the best defensive backs in the history of the NFL and one of the most charismatic personalities in not only football, but sports history, and that's Deion Primetime Sanders. I would love it if he was hired. Get that charismatic personality here. He can recruit the state of Texas, which is an area the Bearcats need to hit. Players would want to play for him, and it would be great for media. Deion Sanders. Can you imagine Cincinnati media covering him? It's not like he'd be in New York, right? Cincinnati media is not aggressive. They're not um, watching your every move. They'll cover you, and, you know, they will, I mean, they, they will cover extensively, as I do. But you can come to Cincinnati, and you're not going to be judged based on every move you do and every sunglasses that you wear at practice. And I think he'd be just a really kind of a different hire for recruits. The other guy I would consider, and I don't think I'd hire him because of what happened in Jacksonville, Urban Meyer. Everywhere Urban Meyer's gone, he's won. Utah, Florida, Ohio State, recruiting, is amazing. He knows Ohio. His son's a GA with the team currently, Nate. 
The two questions I'd have, though, is he good enough to represent the university, and how much left does he have as a head coach? Does he want to come back to coaching? Does he want to come back to college coaching, which is a very stressful job? The answer is, I don't know. And I don't know if any of us will know. But it doesn't hurt to reach out to him. It does not hurt to reach out to Urban Meyer. It doesn't hurt to reach out to Deion Sanders. These are big names. Perhaps going into the Big 12. And John Cunningham has proven he's not going to, you know, settle for someone the fans want just because he was a former Bearcat. Wes Miller didn't have any experience, didn't have any prior stints at Cincinnati. So that doesn't have to apply here, too. Football is the highest revenue driven sport in college athletics. And Deion Sanders would be a big hire. Realistically, I think it's going to be Jesse Minter. That's who I'd bet money on if I, if I was betting. But it doesn't hurt to reach out to the big-name candidates. Coming up, how do you possibly explain Luke Fickle's legacy? And I'm not, this is not the only show I'm going to talk about that. That, after I tell you how this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Coldwell Banker Heritage and First Community Mortgage. Are you looking to make a move? Well, take the guesswork out of the home buying process and hire a professional real estate team with a track record of success. Debbie Weckstein Frank is a realtor with Coldwell Banker Heritage, and Steve Maloney is a lender with First Community Mortgage, and they will be there to help you every step of the way. Debbie and Steve are both longtime Miami Valley residents who have helped hundreds of people just like you find the home of their dreams. Call Debbie right now at 937 672 3942. That's 937-672-3942, or visit TeamWeck.com. There are many, many, um, there are so many parts to Luke Fickle's legacy at Cincinnati. It's, it's endless. Um, he is the man who made the Bearcats. When you think about how programs came to be, like Vince Dooley and Newt Rockney and um, Bear Bryant and um, Pat Dye and so many other great coaches, Luke Fickle is that at Cincinnati. For a program and university where college football was second fiddle for so long, Luke Fickle is a man who made Cincinnati a football town. Because for a long time, football and men's basketball, I'm sorry, baseball and men's basketball were kings of this city. The Bengals were popular. You cared about them. Bearcats football, you really didn't. Luke Fickle changed that. Luke Fickle changed that with the success on the field, with recruiting, and how much you cared about college football. College football is fun. College football is intense. It is a sport that is woven into the fabric of American history. It is a sport that has caused divisions. It is a sport that unites people. It is a sport that 
you live with because you are ultimately one of them. I am a Bearcat. And you know a lot of my, a lot of my family is Bearcats. It means a lot to us. Luke Fickle made you care about college football in Cincinnati. Think about that for a minute. Like I told you, I remember when the college football playoff was only something to dream about. And you probably didn't because maybe you were too realistic. Luke Fickle made you dream big. In a sport where only a select few programs every year can do that. Because Luke Fickle didn't give in to any perception about this program. Group of five, recruiting, shattered all those barriers and expectations. Luke Fickle was that guy. Luke Fickle got the Bearcats to big time. Got them to the table. And he made you think and care about things a lot of Power 5 schools care about. Recruiting, championships, rankings, and bowl games. He made this program matter, and he did things the right way. It would have been so easy for him to, you know, do things at a, um, just not the right way. But he did them because he wasn't a, he wasn't BS. And I don't want anyone to think that he has some now because he took this job. He doesn't. Luke Fickle finished what he started. He felt that it was time for him to move on to Wisconsin. I do not blame him one bit for that. Right? I don't. He felt that it was time. He did all that he could. The fact that he stayed after the playoff year, I think is what's most, what's most impressive to me. And just because he was ticked off that the Notre Dame job didn't work out does not make him a bad man. We didn't know that until, to, until just now. Luke Fickle took the Bearcats to the college football playoff. Scott Frost, Josh Heupel, Chris Peterson, Gary Patterson, they cannot say they did that. They can't say they took their teams to a power, to a college football playoff or BCS national championship game. Luke Fickle can say he did. Um, P.J. Fleck didn't take Western Michigan. What Luke Fickle did at the University of Cincinnati was restore the program and took it to heights none of us imagined. He got you to care about football at Cincinnati. He got you to care about a sport that almost folded 30 years ago at this school. There's a reason why season tickets sold out this year. There's a reason why the Bearcats won 32 straight home games. They didn't lose much at home. 32-5 and in 37 games with Luke Fickle at the helm. That's extremely, uh, yeah, 
37 and five. Or no, I'm sorry. Um, it was 33 and five, excuse me. 33 and five. Incredible resume at home. He was transparent. He was honest, committed to the players, committed to building a program. He did everything he was supposed to do and then some. He could have left after year two, didn't. Could have left after year three, didn't. Could have left after year four, did not. And he stayed one more year after taking the Bearcats to the playoff and got this team to nine and three. And it was a struggle to get there, but he did. Luke Fickle is everything to Cincinnati Bearcats football, right? And the fact that he left the program better than he inherited it speaks highly to his character, speaks highly to his personality, speaks highly to his um, what he's all about, and speaks highly to the kind of man he is. You can be sad that he's leaving. I am. But I think it's also a time to be thankful about what he did for this program. Because it was a lot. He means everything to this Bearcats football program. Everything. His legacy is undeniably great. Everything Luke Fickle was supposed to do, he did. He didn't have to stay after year three. He did. He got the Bearcats to the Big 12. What happens next? We don't know. But one thing is for certain, Luke Fickle made Cincinnati a destination job and a job that is very attractive. Luke Fickle set standards here, standards that we didn't think were possible, but ones that he knew were. Um, This is just, I mean, mean, we're going to talk a lot more about his legacy. We're going to talk a lot more about what happened this year, you know, with Cincinnati. Um, We're going to talk with Russ Heldman later this week. We're going to talk about how this is going to impact recruiting. So many players already decommitting and transferring. So a lot more to get to this week. Um, This how this will impact the program in transition, but one that needs to continue the momentum they have. Thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen today. You can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's and an ATI. You can follow me on Instagram, AlexFrank9 underscore, or email me at Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Lockdown can provide. Locked on Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Alex Frank for Locked on Bearcats. Have a great rest of your day. Please stay safe, stay healthy, so you can keep making Locked on Bearcats your first listen every day, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Alex Frank. Have a great, great rest of your day.